What's cracking? Hoss and Dudes podcast here. Episode 3. It is March 1st of 2022. We are recording. It's about 6.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hoss, how you doing tonight, my man? Doing good as always. Doing good as always. Love. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. We're joined by Cam, of course, as always. He's going to be in the background. He'll, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll snap in if he's got anything to, uh, to mention to us. Um, let's see here. Okay, Haas, I wanted to start off this episode, um, with just a quick one-off, just a quick take, and it's kind of, like, not relevant right now, but it was just something that I've been kind of thinking about for, like, the past couple of months. So... me. I got you, I got you. So, the NFL expanded playoff this year, right? They added an extra team, and essentially, um, well, I mean, that's all they did. They added, they added a seventh seed in each conference. This has been kind of weighing on me for a little bit. I'm not entirely sure why it has, but I I hated it. <laughs> I, 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 you I hated I, it. I hated the seventh seed. What okay. like and I'll tell you why in a sec, but first give me your give me your um like prognosis on it. Like what did Let's, you did you enjoy it? I think it puts a lot more emphasis on getting the one seed. Yes, it does, and I, I, I like that, but I am just a big fan of, of two teams getting a bye week. I, I, I like two teams getting a bye week, and also adding the seventh seed. Who, the seventh seed in the NFC was the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Like, yep. I, and obviously, this, the, the reason that they're doing this is for an extra game, obviously, more revenue for the NFL, and it'll never change. It'll probably even expand even further at some point, but... Um, Two-team playoff. <laughs> that would be pretty insane. Um, it just kind of seemed like, like, like we, we, we didn't need to watch the Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, they, they did, that team was not deserving of a playoff spot, in my opinion. And who was the, who was the seventh seed in the AFC? Was it, uh, was it, it wasn't the Colts, was it? Or was it the Colts? No, it was, was the it Miami? Steelers. Oh, the Steelers. The Steelers. Bro, yeah, they played the Chiefs and got blown out. Yeah. See, okay, so I think the Buck or the the Eagles lost by thirty plus in in their in their playoff game, and I believe the Steelers lost by at least twenty, at least three scores. Like it just like the 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 quality of game was just so bad, and I feel like that is always going to be the case in these two versus seven games. Like I just think that I I just think like a, a two versus six. Doesn't sound like a, a huge difference compared to a two versus seven, but it's always like slightly better, I think. Don't you? Well, see, you're thinking of this with your logical brain, right? Okay. Sure. You got to think with your football brain. Okay. Explain. What do we, we we get to watch more football? What if the seven seed beats the two? Yeah, but will it ever happen? If like, it does, it'll be awesome, and that's all I care about. All right, okay, I I, I get that. I guess I, I I can see your point as well. I just it's like I don't know. It's like the, 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 maybe, maybe I think it just left a sour taste in my mouth this year because the two extra games that we got were by far the two worst games of the playoffs. And yeah, I think I think we got messed up with what teams got in. Imagine how much more fun that game is if the seventh seed is the Chargers. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're right. You're right about that. You're right about that. I guess I, I guess it has potential. I, I just okay maybe 
Okay, maybe here's my take. Maybe just expand it to eight so there can still be two bye weeks. You know what I mean? Or that wouldn't work either, would it? No, that wouldn't work because then there's going to be three winners and then the second round is going to have five teams in it. So never mind. Yeah. Okay, well, never mind. Yeah. Bad math. Uh, I don't We're know. not a math podcast. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. We are. We are not. We're not a math. We're not a math broadcast. Um. Uh. Let's see. Let's see. Um. Okay. Well. That, yeah. That, that was a little one-off to to start the episode. Um. But we have a pretty jam-packed uh episode today. We're gonna go over some combine stuff. Brett has some some combine stuff to go over. Uh. We're gonna do the second segment of our uh sort of pre-draft position group rankings. I'm taking the wide receivers today, so I'm gonna do my top five. Um, with ideal landing spots, a couple of strengths, maybe a couple of weaknesses. And then our A-list today is actually going to be the A-list of fictional athletes. It's one that I'm pretty excited for. I think we're both, I think all three of us are going to hopefully have pretty good lists. There's a lot to pick from there. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what direction we all go on that. Um, but uh, Haas, you want to go ahead and lead off with a little bit of uh, some combine stuff? Talk to me. Yeah, big week for the Combine, big week for a lot of players. I figured we'd go ahead and look at some players that have a lot to gain from the Combine and just some players that'll be fun to watch for those people that are going to sit around and watch guys run and jump. Yeah, shoot, fire off. So for for the quarterbacks, I think that this is a big week for Malik Willis to show off that athleticism we've been hearing about. Agreed. What what, what do you predict Malik Willis runs um, in the 40? Do you think he goes like low 4-4s? No, I think he'll be in that four five to four okay. six range. You think four six? I I I think he'll be. I think he'll be able to break a, a low. Excuse me. I meant to say. Uh, I meant to say a high four four is what I meant to say. I think. I think he can. He can. I think he can be low four fives. Maybe. Yeah, not. low four fives makes sense. I just mean in between the four five and four six. I don't think okay. he'll be under or above. Um, in terms of the medical checks with the teams and whatnot, Carson Strong and that knee could be huge. And you mentioned that last week as well when we were listing our quarterbacks that this uh, combine medical check is going to be huge for him as well. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, at running back, we have uh, Rashad White out of Arizona State. Oh, love it. He's a pretty Pac-12. big back that can move. Yeah, he is. Yeah, not a lot of Pac-12 on this list, sadly. Um, uh, it, was, it was kind of a down year for the Pac-12, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm looking right now. There's more, uh, more Mountain West than Pac-12 on this list. That's tough. I mean, um, it's actually awesome because the Mountain West is sick, but... The Mountain West is sick. Yeah. So he's a pretty big back. He's about 6'1", 215, and he can move. Mm-hmm. So if he can explode and show that they were underusing him at Arizona State and that he can expand his repertoire at the NFL, that could be big. Mm-hmm. One thing that, that like, like he kind of he kind of reminds me a little bit, and the Pac-12 references there as well, kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, a Zach Moss type where... Like if he can show that he's a little bit more explosive than like 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 than than he looked in in school like when he was actually on the field playing if he can show like some 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 burst and some explosiveness then I think he'll shoot up draft boards as well. Yeah, I think he'll be faster yeah. than Zach Moss. I, and, I do too. Uh, I do too. <laughs> not hard to do. And then I have yeah. uh, James Cook out of Georgia. I love who... James Cook. I like James Cook a lot. He's gonna. Mm-hmm. I think he shows as more of a scat back and a 
utility player more than a every down back, but he can play fit that role well. He can play in the slot. He can yeah. run out of the backfield and run routes. I like both of the both of those Georgia backs a lot, actually. I think they're both yeah. both both can be real good. Well, really yeah, helpful. And, yeah, Zeus White, I think, projects more as like a three down back at the next level. For sure. Yeah, and he's and, also he's already uh, a fairly refined uh like pass blocker as well. White is. Like he's yeah. he's yeah, he's one of the better ones coming out. Like yeah, he's yeah. got some talent there for sure. And then at wide receiver, I have uh, two guys that could benefit because they are big and have shown the production. They just suffered from a lot of injuries. I know who you're going to say here, yeah. So for those two big receivers, I have uh, George Pickens and Justin Ross. Mm -hmm. It feels like forever ago, but remember that showing Justin Ross put on in the national championship game against Alabama? Of course I do. That guy yeah. was a menace on the field before that neck yeah. injury that sidelined what could have been his whole career. Yeah. And George Pickens came back and had a good game in the national championship after mm-hmm. tearing his ACL in the spring. 100%. Yeah. And yeah, then, right. yeah. Yeah. So I think that those two, if they can remind a few people of how good of receivers they are, they could climb draft boards. Because Justin sure. Ross, after his I freshman year, was looking like a potential first round pick. I think specifically Justin Ross can can really prove to people that he's back and, and climbs from draft boards. Um, yeah, I, I like Pickens a lot as well, but Justin Ross has flashed some like otherworldly talent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at tight end, I watched uh, a lot of Cole Turner out of Nevada when I was watching that Carson okay. Strong. T- and sense. he's a big, long athlete. At the Senior Bowl, he was six six, two forty nine. Two forty nine. Yeah, and if he can prove that he can run, he goes up and grab. They were lining him up out at receiver for those fifty fifty balls at Nevada. Eesh. So yeah. if he can yeah, improve his blocking, if he can improve his blocking and show that he can run at the combine, I think that he could be a sleeper to climb some draft boards. Okay. And uh, Jalen Wertemeyer out of Texas A and M. Nice. Big kid. Yeah. Can't block. He needs to show he has the explosiveness and speed to make an impact at the next level. Yep. I love uh, that. Uh, at tackle, I have one guy that could potentially shoot to the number one pick in E.K. Aquanu. Wow, number one? Oh, if he shows off the explosiveness because Evan Neal's not participating in the combine. Correct, yeah. He's going only pro day. So if Aquanu shows out and really shows the athlete that a lot of people think he is, I think he could shoot up to that one pick. Okay. Fair enough. And for my second tackle, there's a guy that's just going to be fun to watch at the combine in uh, Daniel Falele out of Minnesota. He is uh, six foot nine. What? He is six foot nine and about 375 pounds. Bro, I've never, I mean, I've obviously seen him play because I've watched Minnesota, but I, (laughs) yeah. I don't know yeah. anything about this guy. He is huge. That so, is you know, mean. it's just fun to watch those guys at the combine to see how ex- see if, how explosive they can be and if they can run sure. well and see the and bench someone, press. Someone, and... someone will have to take a flyer on him at some point. Like they have. Like, have exactly. To. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. then I'm following that up at uh, D-line with another guy that will be fun to watch in Jordan Davis. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I'm just so excited awesome. to watch. Just yeah. a big dude. Yeah, massive. You want to see him doing athletic, and it's just going to 
show what crazy athletes these guys are oh, yeah, when you see yeah. a guy at six foot seven, three forty running out there. Mm-hmm. And then a uh, guy that could improve is uh, David Ajabo. Love it. He just, it. Uh, you can remind a lot of people what an athletic freak you are and mm-hmm. get them to take a chance on someone that needs to develop their pass rushing skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at linebacker, I, think, I brought. I think Ojabo is going to surprise a lot of people when he um, has a sort of. How do I say this without getting in trouble? Um, I think he's better than the other guy, is what I'm going to say. You think he's better than Hutchinson? I do. Okay. Well, that's the. That's going to be my You're take. Just salty. You're just salty about the Michigan game. It's okay. What? They both play for Michigan. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but one made you guys look silly, you know? Yeah, Hutch did make. Yeah, well, dude. Ah, oh, man. Ojabo. Oof. Okay. I'm hold, I'm sticking to it. You'll see. You'll see, Haas. You'll see. <laughs> you, can, you can stick to it. Ride that take. I'm riding it. Go ahead. Continue. So at linebacker, I have uh, Brian Osmoa out of nice. uh, Oklahoma. Yep. Uh, he's a good off-ball linebacker. Could show some speed. One of those versatile uh, passing down linebackers that could sure. potentially kind of in the breath of a Kenneth. Uh, What's his name from same like two years ago? Murray. Yeah, Kenneth Murray. That's on, on the Chargers. Uh, yeah, on the Chargers. Yeah. And then Devin Lloyd from Utah. Oh, dude, he's spe- he he's insane. He Big, I, spectacular I, athlete. Yeah, no, I think he is like different, different. Him and oh, the Kobe Dean. Same number, same number of Pac-12 players. Wow. Yeah, I li- I lied. Utah is in the Pac-12, so there you go. You're right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, I love Utah. Yeah, Utah's always fun. Though. I'm I'm always a big fan of watching Utah. Uh, yeah, they always show. Yeah, always a good team to bet in the in the Pac-12 because they always get underrated under the Oregon's and USC's, and they always come out and show out well. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. You got and, any corners? Uh, at DB, I have Dax Hill out of Michigan. Very nice. I think uh, he's one, another one of. They love those hybrid guys that can play uh, in the corner, in the safety, in the slot. Do all sorts of things all over the field, and I think he's a spectacular athlete that can show that at the combine. Really raises. Yeah. The thing about the combine is people are willing to take a flyer on athletic. Hundred percent. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then and yeah, that, that's always been the case. Guys are like, you're looking for for dudes that profile as plus athletes on the next level. Even 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 yeah. if they need some need to refine some skills, you're gonna get a look yeah. if you if you like if if you run a four three, you're getting drafted. Like you're. <laughs> You're 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 yeah. getting a look. John Ross doesn't go at nine if he doesn't break the combine record. Four two six or was it four two? What was it? Four four two two. Like it was four two two. Yeah, wow. that's ridiculous. So, speaking of which, my last guy is Tariq Woolen out of UTSA, who some people are wow. saying could could break the forty record. I know we hear that every year. Yeah. But reports are that he ran a four two at uh, some training four two flat, elect- four two flat electrically electronically timed. Wow! And he is about six four. Jesus, Jesus! And he, and he plays <laughs> corner, so he's a uh, yeah, he's an interesting prospect to look at. So uh, yeah, that's that's what I got 
I don't know. That was that was a, that was an elite combine roundup there. Uh, a lot of thank stuff you, to look forward you. to. So, uh, well, well done to you, Haas. Um, what do you think? Should we go into top five wideouts and you you uh, attacking my list after I after I list it? Yeah, let's get you talking for a while. Okay, fair enough. All right, so I've got a uh, top five here. Uh, I'm going to mention a couple of guys afterwards that are honorable mentions, but these are the five guys, not necessarily that I think are going to be, like, I'm, I'm not saying these are the first five wide receivers to be drafted, but these are, to me, the best five wide receivers in this draft class. Um, yep. so we're we're going to roll with it like that. I'll go from five to one, or should I list the honorable mentions? No, we'll talk about the honorable mentions afterwards. No, go, honor- go honorable mentions first. Let's, uh, let's honorable see. mentions first? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, honorable mention first, uh, Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. I like that. I like that. He led the NCAA in broken tackles last year. Um, I think he can be a guy who can make a, like, do a lot of damage in, 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 in the, the wide receiver screen game, and uh, I think he can help a team out a lot. Like He's a super quick guy. Um, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't profile super high because he went to you know not, not a super – Super uh, high-profile school, but uh, I like him a lot. And then the other one is Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama. I'm a big Jalen Tolbert fan. Um, once again, I just kind of just he he just he, he he just looks like an NFL player to me. I, I don't really I don't I don't really know how else to say it, but he just kind of seems like. No, when you see it, you see it, and you can't really yeah. put words to it. But some players Not just really look like, like they can play at the next level. Yeah, I, yeah. I watch him run routes, and I'm like, oh, he looks like an NFL route runner to me. Um, yep. That remains to be seen, obviously. But uh, yeah, those are my two honorable mentions. Haas, any thoughts? Uh, I like it. I like the honorable mentions. Uh, yeah. All right. Right on. So going straight into number five, then number five on my list is Drake London out of USC. Okay. I think he has, I mean, I don't think, I know he has, I, I mean, ideal size. He's 6'5". Um, he's a downfield threat. His contested catchability is absurd. I think he missed, I mean, he missed the back half of last season, and I'm pretty sure he still led the NCAA in contested catches, which is crazy. Um, yeah. The only reason I don't have him like a little bit higher is the ankle injury, obviously. And I don't know. Sometimes six five wide receivers just kind of scare me. <laughs> like, like I, I'm cautious now with ranking six like guys that are that tall, that high, just because I missed so hard on Hakeem Butler those few years ago. Um, <laughs> we all did. Uh, yeah, we all did. He he looked generational. We were wrong. He's but... at he's at tight end now. He could make a comeback. Is he? I believe he's been pl- working at tight end with the Eagles, or at least he was last year. That's cool. What about uh, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside? What happened to him? Okay, yeah, he's just bad. He said, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he's terrible. Um, okay. I was never on that train, though. Don't put that on me. No, I wasn't either. No, no, no. I was, yeah, well, I was a little bit, but I, was, I wasn't that hype on him. Um, okay, moving on. Number four, Chris Olave, Ohio State. I want to I wanna weigh in on London a little bit. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me. Yeah, give me your thoughts. Uh, I think he's a big, big playmaker with great downfield uh, ball skills. Yeah. He's, Mine's uh, Mike not, Williams a little bit. Yeah, Mike Williams caught a lot with his body, though. I feel like uh, London uses a great job of catching with his hands. Mm-hmm. And using that, uh, using his body to box guys out. 
He's not really a. I think he's good after the catch downfield. He's not really a grab a slant and go seventy kind of guy, though. No, I agree. I totally agree. Um, but uh, he doesn't look six five on film. Yeah. I think you he know? looks a little taller. He uses he uses his body a lot better than someone you would think that's six five in terms of his route running and okay. how he moves. You know. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. He looks more fluid than someone usually of that height. I totally agree. No, I agree. I think I think, and that, and that's the reason that he did make my list. I mean, he, he's in my top five. Obviously, a lot of people might ha- might even have him at like one or two. But um, yeah, I've been hearing that a lot. Yeah, he's five for me. Uh, oh, 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 ideal landing spot for Drake London as well, in my opinion, Jacksonville. I think. Okay. I think, I mean, if they have, you know, if, if they're able to get back into the first round at some point, um, it's going to be, it's going to be tough to make it happen for sure. But if they have the opportunity to snag him, I think he would do absolute wonders for Trevor Lawrence in that offense. I think just having a big body target like that to throw at, like it, it takes away, like it, it raises your margin of error as a quarterback so much when you're throwing to someone of that frame and, uh, and, talent just with the ball in the air so i think i think he'd be a great fit there i think he would help trevor lawrence a lot and i think he would open up the offense a lot there well and who was the number one under doug peterson when they went to the super bowl was it alshon it was alshon yeah and i could see london very similar profile actually yeah i love that yeah Um, okay good call yeah that's a that's a nice parallel i would not have drawn that unless you brought that up that's nice yeah I was, um, I'm, I'm fully prepared for you to just do the ideal fit for every top five receiver as the Browns. So I'm glad you went Jaguars there. Yeah, no, I mean, I do, I do have the, the Browns are the ideal fit for one of these guys on here. And I could have, I could have gone all five genuinely, but I, 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 I want to have a little more fun with it, you know? All um, right. All right. Yeah, for sure. So n- my number four is Chris Olave. Okay. Um, he's an elite route runner. Um, he separates very well, despite not being an elite athlete, in my opinion. And, uh, we were talking about this earlier, but, uh, he's going to have to learn to catch with his hands more. He, he does a lot of the body catching stuff and that's not going to fly at the next level, but he just seems like the kind of guy with like the right work ethic and more, more than anything, the talent to make that happen. Um, I think he's going to be a stud and my idea, or do you want to weigh in first and then I'll do my ideal fit? Uh, sure. I like Olave okay. a lot. Yeah. I might like him a little bit more than a lot of people do, just because I like the consistency. Okay. Yeah. He's and you watch him run. His top area, yeah. He's a real smooth route runner. He's oh, yeah. really balanced. He uses his feet well. He stay, he Those routes on the sideline, anytime he's uh, putting a corner in a box. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Breaks his feet down really well. He does catch with his body more than his hands, but he gets away with a lot of it because it's a lot of uh, crossers or something where he's not really contested. He's just the ball can come to his body and run with it after, but there's a few downfield catches where he needs to go get the ball. Agreed. Agreed. Um, not saying he profiles as this kind of like talent necessarily, but when I watch him just as a route runner, he reminds me a little bit of Devontae Adams on the outside. Like the way that he's able to set the defender up and cut either inside or outside. And then the thing that really, like when, when, when I see this, I just see Devontae Adams. I don't know why, but I do. It's those, um, when they're on, like in like an and goal situation, like maybe, maybe like five to eight yards from the end zone. And he runs like either, either a hitch or 
like a, a like a tight curl and comes down to the very corner of the end zone. It just looks very Devontae-esque to me. I don't know why, but I see it. On film, because of his frame and his route running, he looked a lot like Devontae Smith to me. I can see that. Yeah, I can totally see that. So he's going to be one of the Devontae's is what you're saying. Yes. Uh, he doesn't definitely does not have the speed that Devontae Smith has, though. Like, not even close. He's not, he's not really? that guy. He's not a burner. He's, I think he, he'll run a better 40 than Devonta Smith did. I, or did I don't think Devonta ran at the at the I don't think he did. But no. also, I, I but I'll I, do I some digging. I'll find some combine times. I think Olave okay. will be faster. I think Olave is faster. Really? Do you think yes. Do you think he'll be faster in the forty, or do you think he'll actually like will that speed translate to actually on the NFL field? I think it translates to uh, when you, you watch think him he's play. Be faster he's, than Devontae Smith. I don't think Devontae Smith is a crazy fast guy. I, I mean, ah, oh, man. I don't know. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what Olave runs this week. I think he'll run pretty fast. I think he'll surprise a lot of people with his speed. Okay, maybe he'll surprise me too. Um, ideal fit for Chris Olave. This is, this, this is going to suck, and it probably won't happen, but it's the Kansas City Chiefs for me. If they find a way to get Chris Olave into Patrick Mahomes' hands and into that offense, and they finally have an actual wide receiver opposite Tyreek Hill, that will be special. That will be something horrifying. Like, th- those two running routes on the outside together would be just absolutely disgusting. It's unrealistic, but it could, you, you never know. You know what I mean? It could totally happen. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Should I move on to number three? Yep. Okay. Uh, speaking of speed at the end, three is Jamison Williams for me. Um, okay. Alabama. I know he's coming off a torn ACL, and that worries a lot of people, obviously, for good reason. But I think a team that is not necessarily in like a championship or bust like win now situation is going to be made very happy when they select him and allow him to rehab get back to full health and then watch him outrun everyone at the next level i think his his burst and explosiveness after the catch is and and we 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 do this all the time we do this every single year everyone's always looking for the next tyreek hill i'm not saying he's the next tyreek hill but the way that he can go from a dead stop to full speed in like half a second is is very special to me and i think um the the only the concerns for me are the acl and then potentially the fact that he might not be able to run the full route tree right now but i really don't think a guy like him needs to run the full route tree like he he's going to be effective if you just have him run like flies and drags and he's just open across the middle of the field or just gone deep like the, 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 I mean, he just seems, it's just hard not to like salivate at the prospect of him <laughs> like dominating in like down the field on, uh, on some of these NFL defenses. And my ideal fit for Jameson Williams is the Detroit Lions. Um, that is because once again, they're not in a win now situation. They can afford to take a guy like that and let him rehab, let him get back to full health. And uh, before rushing him back, and I, I, I see the Lions kind of in the quarterback market next season. I think next season will be the season that they move on completely and just kind of like once again start this new new era with a new new QB. And there's 
there could not possibly be a better weapon for a young young or even if it is a veteran like whatever QB it is Jameson Williams is going to help that guy out a lot yeah I think Jameson Williams could be a good compliment to Amon Ross St. Brown I think he found a great possession receiver that can do the dirty work in uh St. Brown last year and now you go get a guy that can get over the top and really uh expand what your offense can do especially if you get a quarterback in after Goff that's willing to take those deep shots and let him go get it yeah exactly because he's an explosive athlete he's so fast yeah he is he's a rocket except against Um, sauce Gardner. he did he did he did kind of get locked by sauce but we'll see the the nfl is different you know like the nfl is different i think i think he'll be able to separate from 99 percent of nfl corners pretty well at the next level once he's fully healthy um yeah my number two is garrett wilson out of ohio state okay Um, i know a lot of people there are people that have him won for sure um I, he, you 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 mentioned this to me earlier as well when we were talking. He and Olave are very similar players um, as far as like their ability to run routes um, and run a full route tree. Uh, they both separate very well. Garrett, Garrett Wilson is not an explosive athlete. Like he doesn't jump off the the like the, his film doesn't jump to me as like someone who's super athletic, super like a rocket, anything like that. But he separates very well despite despite that. Like he. He is constantly open, great route runner, and he high points the ball with the best of them. Like, the way that he goes up and gets the ball and makes contested catches is pretty awesome. Um, and I have to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but my ideal landing spot for Garrett Wilson is the Cleveland Browns. Okay. If he's available at 13, you, I, I, you, I think you just have to. I, I, I Like, he... I think he he just opened the, he would open that offense up so much. And another thing that you did mention to me earlier is we're at peril here of if Baker Mayfield gets a really good number one wide receiver and has a decent season and then ends up getting extended based on his decent season and we're just stuck with Baker Mayfield for a decade, basically. So that'd that's a nice. disaster. That That is an absolute disaster. But oh, that'd be so nice. No, shut up. No, 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 no. no. Stop it. No. Don't pray on my downfall like that. That's messed up, bro. I this hate is the it. time to do it. This is the time to do it. God. So, but uh, I would, oh man, I don't even know what I would do if Baker got an extension. But uh, regardless, that, that should not affect the way you draft this season. Like you, you, you got to go and get, you got to go and get a number one wide receiver. Donovan Peoples-Jones is fine. Um, he, I, he profiles to me as like, uh, an elite number three or like a you know good to solid number two uh jarvis landry is old doesn't move very well anymore and might not be on the team anymore we don't really know like we, we don't know what's going to happen with him so you you need you need you need to go get a guy who can who you can target 10 to 12 times in a game and he'll make good on those contested catches and he can run a full route tree and I, to me garrett wilson's that guy right now it's looking like you're one and two or Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Anthony Schwartz. And Anthony Schwartz is one of those guys who runs a crazy 40 and then looks like a very average athlete compared to NFL corners and other NFL wide receivers. Like, 
he has to adapt to the NFL game. He had Bo Nix throwing him the ball for Don't three years. Your, bro, this is becoming a weekly thing where we're talking where, where you're you're talking about Bo Nix in a negative fashion. I won't stand for it. I'm going to find a way to slip sliding Bo Nix into every episode. You watch. Dude, he's 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 so special. Bo Nix is so good. Okay. Anyway. He transferred to Oregon just to be the backup. Um so I like Wilson a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now on film, Olave Wilson and Jahan Dotson look very similar. Totally. I totally buy that. All those big tens. They have similar builds, similar uh, route running. Their mo- mm-hmm. movements are a lot very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilson does do a better job than Olave of getting his hands up on yeah. uh, on the ball, mm-hmm. but uh, I think Dotson does a really good job of it too. I like I like Jahan Dotson a whole lot. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, if, if he, I could if I could do a top ten list, he would one hundred percent be in it. As would David Bell and probably either Justin Ross or or Pickens. But um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Dotson guy. I think he's going to make a team really happy in the second round. Like really, really, really happy. Second round, okay. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, yeah. I see it. I could see late first. I could see him sneaking into the late first. I could see it. I just. No, I, I could. I mean, yeah. Let's see how. Let's see what happens at the combine. Let's see what happens in the next coming weeks. Uh, draft boards just change so much from from this time yeah. to then. You know, the end of so, April actually occurs. We're not going to say it who your one is, but judging by who your one is, I think your one's a better fit for the Browns, and I'll explain once I, we get there. I, I I actually agree with that, but I think he's a perfect fit for the team. I'm going to put. Okay. Him okay. Well, let's jump but, to that. Uh, now. I, I will. I will say on you know I'm, this is on the record here. I would, as a Browns fan, I would rather have uh, Burks than Garrett Wilson. Uh, he ruins um, the surprise, huh? I said, ah, he ruins the surprise. Oh yeah, so John Burks, Arkansas. Uh, <laughs> he's my number one. I think he's the best wide receiver in the draft, and I honestly don't think it's particularly close. Personally, I think he just looks. He looks like he's a full head. Above, above the rest of these guys to me um he's got insane size he's 6'3 and he is an absolute rocket like he he looks like he's shot out of a cannon on some place um and i think he's gonna make a team very 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 happy i would love if, if it were the browns if, if, if he's available at 13 and so is wilson i personally would take burks but I won't be I won't be angry at Wilson, and the only reason that I didn't mock Burks here to um, to the Browns is because if this team could make this happen with with Burks, it's just a perfect fit, and it's the Las Vegas Raiders because that offense badly needs an injection of speed, and they need an they just need a number one wide receiver. They they cannot possibly run it back with just Hunter Renfro. And Zay Jones and Brian Edwards, they need another guy for Derek Carr. Especially, I mean, if Derek Carr is the guy there still next year, which it's looking like he is to me, then Josh McDaniels needs a weapon. He needs a weapon with which to work in that offense. And Traylon Burks should and could and will be that guy, in my opinion. Thoughts? All right. We're in lockstep right here. I love Traylon. I think he is a great prospect and a great receiver. Mm. I like him better than Metcalf. I do too. I don't know that 
I don't know that he'll run a comparable 40 to Metcalf. He's a better route runner, though. I don't think, I don't see him getting a lot of empty yards in games that don't matter. He had, I think he was the third receiver since 2000 to go over 100 and a huge athlete that goes and gets the ball. He's like a, like a power forward. Yeah, 100%. He, uh, he, he boxes out. He does, he does, he, like, he just, he does all the little things that, I, that you want to see a wide receiver do that makes me think that his game can, uh, he, that he can get his game off at the next level. He, he just looks like, he looks like a superstar to me. And, uh, I think he would make Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels very happy in that offense. Yeah, if you could just throw it up to Traylon Burks and Darren Waller. Yeah. They, you're in good shape. Agreed. Couldn't agree more. So that is my top five for wideouts. Um, next week, Haas, I think you have corners. Is that what we're doing? Is that that next one? Uh, you want to go corners, or do we want to go keep it offense and go running backs? Um, let's do let's do a defense one next week. Let, let let's do let's do corners. Next All right, week. yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Corners uh, next do week. You any, do you have any closing thoughts on the uh, top five here at all? No, I can't really argue with it. I. Uh... Uh, I like. Uh, I wanted to throw Wandale Robinson there, for sure. I think uh, he's. I think he can be what Lavisca Chenault was supposed to be. Okay, I actually like that take a lot. Interesting. He's. I. Uh, Kentucky loves those dual purpose receivers that you can get the ball to anyway, and he catches yeah. a lot of quick screens underneath and turns them into big yardage. Yeah, not totally and. David Bell is a uh, just good receiver. He doesn't really do mm-hmm. anything that wows you, but he gets open and gets the ball in his hands. And after the catch, he has great balance. He's not yeah, easy to take yeah. down and has good vision. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, and, I think uh, he's, like, like you said, I don't think he's a superstar, but I think he's a very solid wide receiver. Yeah. So uh, that's yeah. all I have for those for wide receivers. Word. All right. Well, I think that, th- I mean, this A list that we have coming up is something is one that I'm very very excited for. Um, I think it's going to be contentious. I think we're all going to be kind of vying for similar similar guys here or similar similar athletes here as far. I as, would imagine. Uh, yeah, fictional athletes goes. Um, Cam, are you ready with your list for the uh, for the A list? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, Dudes, introduce introduce it really uh, and sell it. You know. Okay. So what we're doing here, A-list, A-list number two, fictional athletes. Now, that does not mean uh, fictional characters that were athletes, that were just great characters. What we're going for is fictional athletes that were the best athletes, that mastered their craft, that were dominant at their craft. We're talking like Haas made a point before the show and said, you're not taking Rudy. We're not taking Rudy. That's not that's not what this that's not what this segment is. We're we're, we're not taking Rudy. We're not taking bench warmers. We're, we're we're not taking the bench warmers. We're taking generational athletes that happen to be fictional. That's the idea. Gus here. Matthews was dominant in the bench warmers. No, Gus. I what I meant is the other two. <laughs> the one like we're not taking the lovable character. We're not taking the lovable characters that sucked on the field. We're taking generational dominant athletes that happen to be fictional. You're absolutely correct about that, though. 
So all right. So okay. me and Dukes, Cam, you want to take the numbers? Me and Dukes will vie for first for number one overall. Take the numbers as in like create a number generator. Yeah, I got one. I got one up. I got. Oh, one he's up. got one up. Okay. Yep. Yeah, but Cam, I, I, Cam was I, I, first I, I, last week. Yeah, I was first last week. So. Well, no, but I, 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 th- I think that's how we should do it every week. Like, I don't think it should rotate. I think, uh, I think okay. it should just be. I think it should okay. just be random okay. every single time. I think it'll be okay. more fun. Like, because then we can go on. Like, so one person will go on streaks, and then we'll get mad at them. You know, I think it'll be fun. All right. All right. All right. One, one through ten. Cam, number. No, I go last this time because I. Okay. Pause, I got number. first Pause. last time. All right. I want three. Three. Um, I'll take. Seven, Cam. I'll take five. Okay, three, seven, five. It is one. Haas. Let's go. First. I got number two. Oh, this is a huge pick. I, I go last easy. Uh, dude, let's I... go. Uh, okay, so I know Haas who's has picking. The number one overall pick. That's huge. That's actually huge. huge. So phone. easy. Who is, is so it? So easy. So number okay. one, I'm taking number one overall pick. Haas, take it, man. I'm taking the multiple time heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. That's the right Rocky pick. Rocky Balboa. Yeah, it's the right pick. It's the right pick. Uh, characters I don't here know have if a it statue is. statue committed to them. I don't know if no, it is. Okay, well, we can talk about that after, but that would have been my number one overall pick as well. Yeah, Absolutely. easy pick. He went, he beat Apollo Creed, he beat Ivan Drago. Yeah. Number one uh, in our hearts. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Cam, uh, second overall? You know, I'm going to go, this isn't from a movie, but I'm just going to say this guy had the most dominant NFL combine of all time. And okay. that's Leon Sandcastle. The GOAT. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Is insane at number two overall. <laughs> that's you're a menace. He great mustache though. I love it. I, I, I love it. But damn, I think that could have been your yeah. fourth round pick. You could have taken that last in the draft. You no know, one would have no you know, one was gonna take that from Even you. though I knew nobody else was gonna take it. You know, sometimes you just got to go with the dark horse because you got to pick what you believe. You're right. You're right. No, I, 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 I don't hate it at all. I don't hate it at all. So I have two picks back to back. And once again, I'm relegated to picking a couple guys here that are not in sports that I would. I mean, I, I, I would have gone. I would have gone Rocky Balboa number one overall had I had that. Um, only slightly behind him, however, on my on my on my big board is. My pick here at three, and that's Benny the Jet Rodriguez from. The oh, Saints. that was my second. Yep, yep, that's yeah. a great pick. He was. He's in a. That guy was elite, man. Like hit. Like I, I. Like I just remember watching that movie when I was a kid, and I was like, I want to be that kid. You know what I mean? Like he was just absolutely wag. He hit bombs. He was great in the field. He could pitch. Like that's a that's a talent if I've ever seen one. He pickled the beans. Yes, exactly, 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 exactly. Um. Okay, so I've got Benny the Jet Rodriguez, and I, I'm going to take Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah that's uh, good pick. Took my second I'm gonna rounder. Happy. I'm going to take Happy. He could, he could hit a golf ball a, 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 a literal mile. Like, he, he, he's my pick. He, I, I, don't, I don't even have to explain it any more than that. I'm, t- I'm Benny the Jet and Happy are my uh, 1A and 1B here. So uh, that's a great I believe, round. That's a great round. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Cam. That's a uh, that's you, man. You know, I'm gonna go with one of the the hardest hitting middle linebackers of ah, all time. Damn, this was Bobby my next Boucher. pick. Just, this was my next yeah, okay. pick. That's a great pick. That's that's kind of a steal. Slip to number yeah. five. You know, people doubt him, and that's that's the theme. 
I almost picked him over Happy. I went, I went, I went one Adam Sandler over another Adam Sandler, and you got the other. So it worked out. Okay, I'll be surprised if my other three go. I only have three left on my list, and I'm sure they'll come to me. Okay. All right. You have two so, picks uh, back here. With my second round pick, I'm going to take uh, Shane Falco. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah, he's not on my list, but I, I uh, that's a great pick. It's a great pick. Quarterback for the Washington Sentinels in the replacements. Another. Absolutely great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Left-handed quarterbacks, you know. He yeah, may or may not have thrown the Sugar Bowl. I love that. No, I think that's a great pick. I love that. Um, who's, who's, your, who's your third now? Uh, third, I'm taking Ricky Bobby. He was, he's on my list. He's on my if list. You ain't first, you're last, baby. Yeah, you're right. That's a great He's pick. a winner, you know, and that's what we're doing here. We're just picking winners. You're right. Yeah, he, he dominated in his craft. You're 100% right. And, yep. and, and when, the times got, when the times got tough, when the going got tough, he figured it out. He figured out a way to bounce back. Ricky Bobby, nah, that's a, that's a great pick. Third yeah, you round, come back first to the third round, crash. Ricky Bobby's great. Yeah, I mean, he's the greatest to ever do it. Yeah, he's pretty special. He's pretty special. He, Dale um, Earnhardt Jr. had him sign autographs for him. I mean, come on. That's fact. That's, yeah, that's facts. Um, Cam. You know, I'm going to stick with the, the Adam Sandler uh, love. Sandler. And I'm going to go with Paul Crew. Okay, yeah. That's a good pick. He's also on my list. We have three Adam Sandlers so far. <laughs> Ooh, criminal. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay, here's, I mean... Are are we positive though that Paul Crew as or Adam Sandler as Paul Crew? I was, was going to say, can I draft other Paul Crew? I, I don't think so now because I think it's the same character. I think it's the really? same character, but I I kind of feel like like because Burt like, Reynolds like, like Ferguson's was better, man. Yeah, Burt Reynolds is cooler. I mean, Burt Reynolds is cool as hell. Adam Sandler's so, great. Like Adam Sandler's great, but he's not as cool as Burt Reynolds. No, man, that mustache. I don't think anyone is. That is a special mustache. It is. Damn. Okay. Um. Okay. I like this where we shit on Cameron's picks. It's nice. (laughs) Okay, my last two picks. I'm kind of, I'm kind of throwing something out the window here. I'm kind of going, going out of the box, and that's not really out of the box. And yes, I, I know that he lost. But I'm going Apollo Creed. Okay, I yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Like, I, I obviously you have the superior. You 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 have the guy. You've got the the, the greatest yeah. boxer of all time. Of course. But I have his biggest competition. Like, just because Ali beat Frazier doesn't mean Frazier wasn't a legend. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm taking Apollo Creed number three, and my last pick. And this is tough. This is super tough. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. This guy did not have NFL success, unfortunately. Well, we don't, we don't really know if he had NFL success, I guess, yet. There could be something in the future. But I'm taking one of the greatest defensive players of all time in college football, Blue Mountain State's Thad Castle. Oh, that is an amazing pick. Yep. I'm, take, I'm taking Thad. The, one and, and like just the greatest character ever, like born leader. Oreo, like Oreo out of the butt crack, still ate it. Competitor, like just a winner. Like he, 
he's just everything you want out of a linebacker except for like cocaine addiction. But I mean, well, maybe you do want that out of a linebacker. Yeah, maybe, maybe give him that little extra edge, you know. He had some, he was doing something right because he was generational at Blue Mountain State. That's for sure. Exactly. All right. Um, oh, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. I love that one. I appreciate that. Uh, Cam, that's back to you for your final pick, my guy. You know, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the classic. You know, I'm gonna go uh, Billy Hoyle. Classic. Billy Hoyle from White what Man Can't Jump. Oh, okay. See, I had I had Sidney Dean. I had I had Wesley Snipes' character on okay, my list. Yeah. So that's a great pick. I love that. Yeah, that's a that's a great pick. Okay, I didn't know his. I, that is a good I pick. That his is name. a good pick. Yeah, Woody Harrelson, man. Mm-hmm. All right, Haas. Final pick. Finish it off, dude. Final pick. All right, I'm gonna keep it in the same vein as uh as uh Dukes. I'm not taking Alex Moran though. I'm gonna go with uh Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers. Oh my God. What a yep, that's the steal. That's the steal. La Blanca. That is a taken. steal. Sometimes when you just got to think about life, you ride around in your jet ski and you just go throw missiles, you know? Bro. Take out Craig, Craig Robinson's deal. eye with a pitch. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's a that's a steal in the last round. Kenny Powers, one of the 100%. greatest pitchers ever. Yeah, yeah. That is super facts. Um, do we have? Do you want to go over some some honorable mentions? Because I definitely have a few. I have a few guys I didn't get to pick, but yeah, take yours, take yours. Okay, look behind the curtain. So, here. The only reason I didn't make this pick is just because I think Thad Castle was a more fun pick. But I had Roy Hobbs, uh, Robert Redford, and the Natural. Okay, um, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, obviously. Um, I also had. Now this this is probably not correct, but I also had uh, White Goodman of Dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> I he was on my list too. I'll let you know that. <laughs> right on, right on. I, I mean, I Nobody wanted to go Peter Lafleur. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, Peter Lafleur is obviously the lovable character, but White Goodman was a superior superior dodgeball player for sure. There's no well, no he doubt was robbed. He was robbed. Yeah, was Chuck Norris. Peter Lafleur cheated. You can't step yes. out of the triangle. Chuck Norris got him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, no, he stepped out of the triangle. No, you're right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, and I think that's, I think those are my uh, honorable mentions. I, I also had Nelly's character in The Longest Yard because he was, he was, he, he just like LaShawn McCoy is, is my, my comparison to him. And that, that's <laughs> special. It's your pro comparison. That's my pro comparison. Um, Hoff, mm-hmm. any, uh, any, any HMs? Uh, the only one I have down right now, obviously I mentioned Alex Moran, mm-hmm. um, threw seven touchdowns in a game better than mm-hmm. John Elway. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, I have uh, Ricky Vaughn. Oh, that's a great pick. Wild yeah, thing. Yeah. I, I was thinking about him as well. I just, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give him the heater, Ricky. Yeah. Just a bit outside. What a great pick. Yeah. That, yeah I also uh, had, I, I had, I had another, but I just, I didn't want to go too baseball heavy, but I feel like. Baseball is definitely the most broad. I feel like there's more fictional elite baseball players than there are of, any other sport. A lot easier to make a baseball movie than others. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What do we? Um, what do we have? Cam, do you have any honorable mentions? Um, the only one. I mean, Ray Allen as Jesus Mr. Shuttle. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I say That's it, just good. makes me laugh. Just Jesus Shuttleworth. It's it's a goat. It's a goat movie. Yeah. 
I, I was What's thinking our, about. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Haas. What's our total sports roundup? What is? Because I have a boxing, yeah, what did it, football, yeah. one baseball, and one NASCAR. I've got one boxer, one baseball, one golfer, and one uh, one football player. Yeah, so pretty pretty well rounded for both I'm of us. Well, well-rounded not, for us too. I'm not as well-rounded. I got three football players and a and a, oh, a bas- and a basketball player. Oh, who, who you was took your, the only basketball good, player? So who was your basketball player? I'm sorry. Uh, Billy Hoyle. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that's a good one. I was thinking about Jackie Moon. I had him. He was on I my was list. Oh, Jackie Moon's too. a good pick. Yeah. Jackie Moon was on my list, and also Sunshine. Would you rather of, have of, of Remember the Titans Black? was on my list? Huh? Would you rather have Jackie Moon or Coffee Black? I think Coffee Black. I would, is a I would rather have Coffee player. Coffee Black. Coffee Black for sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, okay, true. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, I also had Sunshine. I remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wasn't that great, but uh, yeah, yeah. And then right. let's see. Oh, one more honorable mention that really could have been on the list. The only reason I didn't is because I didn't want to pick two children and Benny the Jet won out. <laughs> But um, Henry from Rookie of the Year, have you seen that? Yes, of yeah. course. Twelve-year-old with a 100 mile per hour fastball—that's pretty insane. Yep. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah. So, uh, Hoss, what's what, what's your what's your four? What n- n- name your four? Run through your team real quick. So I ended with uh, Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Shane Falco, uh, Ricky Bobby, and Kenny Powers. Dude, Ricky, Bobby, and Kenny Powers in rounds three and four is insane. That's yeah, we were good. cleaning up in the late rounds. Cleaning that's up in the late rounds. That's pretty good. Um, Cam? I had Leon Sandcastle. One second, I had the list here. Leon Sandcastle, Bobby Boucher, Paul Crew, and Billy Hoyle. It's a good list. I like it. It's like a good it. list. That's solid. Yeah. Adam yeah. Sandler-centric with a little yeah, bit of oddities on the outside. I love it. That's, that's a good list. It's a good list. Um, and then I finished up with Benny the Jet Rodriguez, Happy Gilmore, Apollo Creed, and Thad Castle. Pretty good list. Yeah, I'm okay. I think we all did quite well, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Leon Sandcastle at two overall is a bit of a reach, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'll say that. I don't hate it. I just think you're not getting a good bang for your bucket at two there. <laughs> I can't. I Almost you just let fair, Benny the Jet fall to three. Yeah, Benny the Jet's pretty special, but I also let. I like looking back on it. I I think Happy Gilmore may have been the wrong pick over Bobby Boucher. I think I may have gone. Maybe not though. I don't know. Maybe not. We don't know. We don't know about Bobby Boucher's professional success. You know, you're right. Happy Gilmore. We have proven success at the next level. Yeah, you're right. I do actually yeah. have one more honorable mention. We forgot about Vince Papale. Or Vince Papal. Oh, is that from Papel. Invincible? Yeah, from Invincible. Oh, yeah, that's a good you know, one. Boo. You know, not a lot of guys thirty years old can just you know pick it up, pick up the cleats and the and the picks no, and no, make the out, NFL. He's a real guy. Yeah, but it's a fictional. Hey, it's in a movie, so it's fictional. It's ba- it's <laughs> no, whole, that's not. <laughs> it's based right, on I'm a taking pistol Pete number one overall. It's, it's, <laughs> it's based on a true story, but the entire story isn't real, so it makes it fictional. He was a track actually. Star. I have one more. I have one more um, honorable mention that I forgot to mention. If it's uh, a real person, I'm quitting. I'm quitting. No. I'm quitting. No. It's Bernie Mac from Mister Three Thousand. I don't. I don't. I don't remember the character's name, but 
his character in Mr. 3000. 3000 hits. Not that, that, That's an exclusive club. That's an elite career. True. Yeah. I mean, you could be Bernie Mac and everything. I mean, yeah, true. Has he ever played another? Has he ever played an athlete besides in that movie? I, I doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> I doubt it. Um, yeah, fair enough. Um, damn, that was that was a that was a fun that was a fun A list. That was really good. That was that was a good. Um, list. It's gonna be hard to top that next week. Yeah, no, um, at least we don't have only two days to come up with one this time. Yeah, true enough. True enough. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Final thoughts. I, I I honestly have nothing. Oh, uh, uh, we're probably almost officially now not gonna get uh MLB opening day on the right day, um, because the two sides couldn't come to an agreement. That's just kind of like news stuff. Oh, also, MLB owners are scum for robbing the world of a year of Shohei Otani's prime. I tweeted that earlier. I'm pissed. I'm pissed about it. What, like, Shohei is going into his age, I think, 28 season. He's in his, like, he, like, he could genuinely be competing for Cy Young and MVP again. And now we don't get that again, which is stupid. I didn't know we were using the pod to plug our own tweets, but... Um, I'm just saying it's, it's, it's a thought that I've had yeah. all day. I'm so pissed about it. I don't generally like watching baseball, but Shohei is amazing. Yeah, he, he's, like, the reason that I like watching baseball. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. Haas, any final thoughts for the uh, for the episode, my guy? No, it was a good episode. I liked it. You know. I totally agree. Couldn't agree more. Um. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, continuing to uh, listen. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, this this episode will be be probably most likely up Wednesday, March second here, and then uh, should have the next episode, episode four, the Wednesday after that. So uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Peace.